Hey guys, welcome to season one, episode 57 of Have a Chat with Matt. Thanks for joining me. Today's episode, we've got Macros with M. Macros with M. Emma Montgomery, she's a macro coach. She delivers home workouts. She helps literally thousands of people every month through her programs. And um, she just gets great results. She's a super humble person. Too humble. I've told her in the podcast. Okay, M, it's all right to brag every now and then. Every now and again. So, guys, check it out. Give us some love on Instagram. You can find her at Macros with M. I, I really think you're going to enjoy this one. We speak about the problems we see with clients in nutrition, how she got started in the fitness industry, and how she's built up a platform on Instagram. Now, guys, if you would like my free ebook, The Move With Matt System, it's 31 pages, How to Properly Reverse Diet. The link's in the bio. Check it out, have a read, and apply it. If you get any value out of this podcast, subscribe, tell a friend, tag somebody, and um, yeah, apply what you learn. It's great, guys. It's free. So enjoy, sit back. I really think you're going to enjoy this one. I loved it. Have a great day, guys. So I am um, from Kentucky. I am a online nutrition coach, so um, I also do fitness coaching online, but everything is um, virtual, but uh, the majority of my clientele um, I work with are nutrition clients, so um, my my business name is Macros with them, so obviously um, everything that I do is like based around, you know, counting macros, and that's kind of how I got um, into the whole nutrition piece anyways, but yeah, that's a little bit about what I do. And uh, how did you get started? Oh, yeah. gosh. So, I always what got, loved- so what got you into fitness? What got you into nutrition? Yeah. Take it's us back. So funny because um, every time I get asked this, it's, it, the story's kind of long. But um, so essentially what happened is my son, he's eight years old. When I got pregnant with him, um, I had morning sickness. Like I had a really hard pregnancy and you hear these women that are like, I loved being pregnant and I hated it. I know that sounds awful, but like I gained, I ended up gaining like 60 pounds and the first like six months I didn't gain hardly anything because I couldn't like keep anything down. I was sick all the time. And then towards the end of my pregnancy, I just piled it on. I retained a lot of fluid. I had toxemia really bad. So I like, I got massive. Um, and I wasn't in like really good shape before um, I got pregnant. Like I didn't work out. Now I will say, rewinding a little bit, I was an athlete in high school. I played college basketball. So I was always very athletic and it was easy to stay thin and eat whatever I wanted because I was always moving. Um, but then of course, you know, you get into college and then like after and you're, you stop sports and then you continue to eat shit and it's just, you know, you're yeah. more sedentary. So it starts piling on. Um, so I had gained probably like, I don't know, 15, 20 pounds, like since I had like graduated high school and I was never big, but then when you get pregnant and gain 60, I was pushing like 200 pounds. So Um, after I had my son, I had postpartum depression really bad and I didn't want to see anybody. I dreaded going back to work because I felt so disgusting. And, um, I did an online, like 21 day challenge. 
and I had never counted calories, counted macros. I didn't even know what macros were. I didn't go to a gym. I literally just did like little 30 minute workouts that were in the challenge at home. And I just started like cleaning up my diet and eating clean. And um, again, I wasn't tracking in terms of like calories. I couldn't have told you how many I was eating a day. It was just less processed crap. And, um, I can't remember how much I lost in like that 21 days, but like I felt better. I was losing weight and like I could see changes. So like it made me want to keep going. Um, and so I kept doing that. And then one of my friends talked me into, um, doing a bikini competition and I'm like, and of course this was like in 2014 maybe. So, um, it was before it was like super trendy and like, you know, not like it is now. <laughs> Like, sure, I had to Google to see like what she was even talking about because I'm like a bikini competition. I don't even know what the hell that is. So I'm like Googling pictures and I'm like, yeah, I would love to like lose weight, look shredded and all this shit, you know. So I do that and we follow this like bro meal plan that was literally written the um a fourth a cup of oatmeal. Uh, one tablespoon of peanut butter, this many egg whites. Oh, three. the egg whites. I was going to go there. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> and there's like five of us that did it together. And we're literally all built different. We weighed different, different ages, like, you know, um, different lifestyle. And we were all eating the exact same meal plan and doing tons of cardio. And so um, I did well in the competition and it kind of got me like wanting to do more. But at this point, I had like researched a little more and got a little more curious about it. And so I had seen, um, and I think this is like right when Instagram first started like getting a little more popular. I had seen girls on Instagram that were like competing and then I would see like stuff about macros. I'm like, I don't know what the hell this is. And so when I would see what they were eating and the way they looked, I'm like, I have to figure this out. So I invested in a coach, which was Aaron Diamond, who I, I know, you, yeah. you know, Aaron. Um, Aaron and Jordan, so, yeah. Yes. So she was my first um, online fitness coach. And it, it was awesome in that I, I mean, you know, she gave me the plan, but like I had to figure out macros and learn that. And so of course, while I'm learning um, how to do this and I was kind of documenting my journey on Instagram and it was mainly, I didn't really tell people I was like competing, but it was more like posting like fun recipes I was coming up with and getting very creative with food. And so, um, I started building a little bit of a following and then people were asking me, Hey, do you make meal plans doing that? Or do you coach people on how to do that? And I'm like, no, you know, I'm a manager of a bank. Like I don't, <laughs> this is just like me. This is what, you know, how I eat. And I kept getting a ton of people asking. And so finally I'm like, maybe I could coach people on doing this. And so, um, I just started like a little side gig of like helping people out. I developed a 30 day program a few years ago. And I think like the first time I ran it, I don't know, I might've had like 10 or 20 like women in it. And this last, um, I still run that same program. Obviously it's been updated and it's much more, you know, it's, it's way better than it was when it first started. Um, <laughs> but I have like 400 people, men and women, um, in this last session that just started. So it's crazy how like the one thing that I've, you know, very first like started, um, I still do it to this day and it's, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's transformed hundreds of men and women and it's crazy, but, um, yeah, so that's essentially how I got into everything. And then, so this month, um, May of this year will be two years that I have been into business, um, for myself, like 
without the bank, like, you know, yeah. so yeah. That's long, a, long that's awesome. And you get some great results too, Em. Like honestly, yeah. your page is amazing. You know, your content you put out, you can tell you really care too. Yes, I do. It is, um, I take a lot of pride in what I do. Um, and some of it I probably take way too personal, but I mean, it's my baby. So I, you know, it's different when it's like your one thing, you know? <laughs> Definitely. So you started in the bank. So you were in the bank, were you? Yes. So I, um, I worked in retail for a really long time. I worked in retail management. I managed um, Victoria's Secret and Airy. Um, did that for several years. And when I got pregnant, I was like, the hours that I'm working, this is crazy. And so I, I was trying to find anything that was nine to five, basically. And I got into banking and um, managed a retail bank for, I did that for like five or six years. Um, and I loved what I did. And it was a lot of like, you know, sales and connecting with people and helping them with their problems, basically, you know, whether it's yeah. saving money, making money, you know, whatever. And um, so, yeah, I did that and did the, the fitness coaching on the side until, um, I won't even say that the fitness coaching got to a point where I was making more money. It wasn't, it was, I was making like pretty good money. Um, but I had just gotten so to that point where I was waking up every day. And again, like I had a great boss and I really did enjoy what I did, but I just kept waking up and I'm like, God, this can't be all there is to life. Like, is this, it's groundhog day. Like I'm going to wake up and it's the same shit over and over, you know? You went for and, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I finally, um, you know, and I was the breadwinner too. So it wasn't like I could just quit and my husband be like, I got you, babe. it's all good. I mean, he makes good money too, but, um, but it was one of those that I, it wasn't like we were in a place financially where I could just quit and just like take off with this like side gig and try to figure shit out, you know? And, um, but I finally got to the point where I was just like, you know what, it's, what's the worst thing that's going to happen if I leave the bank and I try to do this, you know, they're not going to come repossess our house, our car, nobody's going to die. And it, I just was like, my husband come home one day and I told him, I was like, <laughs> I quit work today. And he's like, what? And I'm like, I know. So yeah, it just, it, and it grew from there. And, um, I mean, I literally, I had no problem. Um, once I went all in on, on the coaching piece, like I had no problem, like now, I don't even, I can't even do the math, like six Xing my, yeah. my salary at the bank. So it, definitely yeah. crushing it. yes, it's unbelievable. Yeah. That's, that's so good. Um, I was going to say, so what's the most common problem you see with people dieting? Um, honestly, I will say that it's the most frustrating thing for me too, is that um, trying to get people to understand that so they'll send in their questionnaire. And when I tell them, they'll say, I'm eating 1200 calories a day, um, but I don't track the weekends and I give myself a cheat meal or I have cheat meals or whatever that looks like, or, you know, but they're basically, they think they're eating 1200 calories a day because Monday through Friday they are or Sunday through Thursday or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so it feels like they're eating 1200 calories because they really are and they're hungry, but then they're not tracking and they're not counting any of those others. So it's like, because they didn't put it in my fitness pal, they think it didn't happen. Yes. So they really think they're eating 1200 calories. And I'm like, so when I set their calories and I'm like, you could be eating 1600 a day or, or whatever. And that's got you in a really aggressive deficit. And they're like, that's way more than I eat now. And I'm like, 
but it's not. Because <laughs> <So laughs> we're actually to, tracking like, it. <laughs> yes. And so trying to like explain to them, like if you actually added up the crap that you eat on the weekends and averaged it all out, you're eating like this has you eating less than all of that. And so that's probably the most frustrating thing is um, people just not really like wrapping their brain around that part until they actually start like plugging in the things like that they either ate on the weekends or like actually following the plan I gave them. They're like, holy crap, I'm eating a lot more food. And I'm like, you're not really eating more food. It just feels like it because you're not eating all the crap on the weekend. Definitely. So yeah, especially that's when, especially when they clean up their diet too. So oh when I get gosh. them to up their fiber intake, they feel like they're much fuller. And I'm like, yeah, because you're not eating shit all day. <laughs> I know. Or when you tell them like um, when they do start eating and it's, you know, it, it, they're in a deficit and they're like, it feels like so much food. And I'm like, yeah, because it's lower calorie and it's like more volume. And so it feels like a lot more food at first, um, especially like, and with the fiber, like you said, that's a huge, and the um, increasing protein. Protein, definitely. <laughs> so it's far more satiating. And so it's just funny how people, um, they're like, I just feel so full. And I'm like, well, yeah, because you know, a 300 calorie salad is going to feel a lot more filling than like 300 calories of pop tarts. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Definitely. I've got, I've always got this thing where I tell people before I go, you sure you want to go into a calorie deficit? You sure you want this? Because when you're in there, it's not as good. It's not as pretty. And I've had so many people, like they don't understand the work it takes, like tracking steps, calories, and then they're at the point where their energy's shot. Yes. You know, their mood's all over the place and they're really hungry. Yeah. And and Can I jump out of it for a day? And I'm like. I know. That's, um, I try to preach that to clients too. I have one that I was just talking to the other day and, um, and she had been doing really good and she was in her first like four weeks and she's like, I took a mental break this weekend and they ate, you know, and she didn't track or whatever. And I'm sure she didn't eat like terrible, but she didn't track. And, um, she was like, I'm going to try to make it set another goal to go like 30 days with no cheat meal. And I said, don't do that because that pressure is like a ticking time bomb. Like to tell yourself, I'm not going to cheat for 30 days. Then all you're going to think about is cheating or not cheating. And I'm like, when I diet, like for me right now, I'm cutting and I have a hard stop date. It's getting pushed back a little bit because I'm cutting for a photo shoot, but I can't get my picture's made until this hair is you know, <laughs> tamed, colored and extensions back in. So, um, but I do have like a hard stop date in terms of like, I'm not going to just diet forever. And that's why people have such a hard time with it is because they do this thing where I'm going to start a diet and then, well, I've got this party in two weeks, so I'm going to diet really good. And then you know, eat like shit for the party and drink. And then I'm going to go back to my diet for a couple more weeks. They go on vacation and then come back and diet. And so they don't give themselves like a full eight to 12 week or however long period where they literally just get in and get out. And that's why I tell people, I'm like, don't drag it out. That's why you've been dieting for years because you literally just put yourself in like the worst case scenario to start a diet and you don't have like the support or even like the mental capacity to keep it going because you're trying to do it during times that aren't feasible for you. So it's like, just be smart about it. You know, I I mean, I literally plan out my whole year around like when I'm going to diet. So like after this, I'm going to um, reverse and maintain through the summer because through the summer I like to, you know, have a, 
couple drinks here and there, go on vacation. And I don't want to be constantly having to be hungry or worry about trying to, you know, eat out and fit that into less, you know, less calories. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think that's huge too. Like I'm big on the reverse too. And I've only just started releasing stuff in terms of fat loss because it takes like people see it and they just want to jump into it. I'm like, look, if you've been eating 500 calories a day, I can't, cut you. <laughs> you know, like people have always got this thing with fat loss, fat loss, fat loss, but they don't understand what it takes to get back up to maintenance or where you should start fixing up your metabolism, not fixing yep. it, but getting it back up to where it should be before cutting. Yep. And that's, um, I have had a ton of people ask me how I was cutting on such high calories. And I'm like, well, because I reversed and I set it maintenance for several months before I cut. And so it wasn't like I was starting, you know, eating 1500 calories and then, well, I'm going to really start cutting now. Like I was eating like 22, 2300. And then, so yeah, you have much higher room to work down. And that's what I try to tell people all the time. Like when you're starting from nothing, you literally don't have, you have nowhere to go. <laughs> and so it's like, why do that to yourself? It's just crazy. But I think um, people are so impatient. It's hard to convince somebody that they need to reverse. And I think sometimes like a lot of times I'll take clients on because um, I do work with one-on-one -on -one clients still, but I keep it very limited. And when I take those clients on, we'll start dieting. And then some of them, get, you know, we get through the, and I'll say some of them, it's very few. And um, we'll get through the first like few weeks and I can tell that they are just not mentally ready to be in a diet and I'll do everything I can to convince them like let's reverse. I know it sounds scary, but like, trust me on this. And when they like start eating a little more and then their body, a lot of them will drop a couple pounds in that first little bit of the reverse just because. It's so, yeah. It's so much less stress on the body. And so it's like, um, when they start seeing that and they're like, okay, like I can trust this now. And so I think, um, for the people, for the women that I can get to reverse, it's just been, oh, I love when people reverse diet. I mean, I literally, I know people talk about it and like talk like it's magic and it's not that it's magic. It's just that I think people understand that there's another way other than dieting all the time that like you can live at maintenance. You don't have to constantly be dieting. <laughs> yeah, so true. I think it's the same thing. Like people see your business now, but they don't see what you've done before. Exactly. Exactly. I get people, I'm sure you get it too, like messages. How did you just get started? And I'm like, I didn't just get started. Like I was doing this shit at midnight and sitting up after, you know, work and getting up at four o'clock in the morning and working out so that when I got home, I could work on my business and not have to work out. Like people don't see all of the, the stuff that go into what it is now. And even what it is now, like people don't see the hours that I put in and the crazy stuff, like, you know, and like with you too, like they don't see definitely all, all the stuff. Yeah. And I can't imagine what that takes too, because on top of everything you're doing, your content too. Oh, thanks. It's really on point. It takes a, I know it takes a lot of time. Like even with my posts, sometimes I don't even put hashtags. I just get it out there. <laughs> I know I do that too. Sometimes I'm like, and there are times like I try to do good about, um, like 
planning out what I want to talk about. And then there's stuff that just hits me or I'll read something and I'm like, I've, I've got to make a post on this. And so, um, and even some stuff I'll like, I hate to say I recycle, but like, I'll go back and I'm like, I know I did a post on this like a year ago and it's so relevant now. Like I'm going to share it again and I'll do that. And it's, you know, I've obviously gained like a lot more followers than, um, than I had a year ago. So like new people seeing it. So it's brand new to them. And then of course, you know how with the algorithm, like even when I first posted it, people probably didn't see it anyway. So um, like the, the 10,000 steps a day, I can't tell you how much feedback I got on that. And like I shared it in the newsletter and people are like, Oh my God, that's amazing. I'm like, I know it's just, it's crazy. Like the little things like that, that people, um, that you can like share once or twice that stick with people. But it's like things like that are so simple too for anybody to do. Like anybody can just walk extra. Definitely. And it's, it's a, it's a game changer with coaching too. People would kind of love that goal. Yeah. Yeah. Like they love getting their steps in, but then they kind of get upset when they don't get it. Um, oh. when, they, when they hit their steps and I'm like, it's good that you're actually chasing something throughout the day. Yeah. Yep. And that with that too, like I'll have people say like, um, being home, how do you get 10,000 steps in a day? And I'm like, well, I, it's on average. So like, and I explain that to people like it's on average a day. I might have a day that I get 7,000, but then on the weekend, maybe I get 14,000. So like I'm looking at it, you know, and I try to do that with macro, like yes. with any weight, um, average macros, everything. I'm like, don't be so rigid in that. Like every day is pass and fail because when you do that, you get so one OCD with it that it's like, it consumes everything and you feel like a failure if you don't hit it. But two, like it just, it's so much easier to give yourself that. And it, I mean, it's, it's the same thing, you know, and, but yeah, like everything, I look at everything on an average, like again, macros, steps, weight loss, everything. Definitely. Yeah. Cause then people see the, like they'll jump into a cut and they say, look, mate, yeah, I dropped 0.5 today. Yeah. You know, I'll put on a, I put on half a kilo, then I dropped another half a kilo. And I'm like, look, we're not aiming to lose five kilos this week. Yeah. Just, just settle down, weigh yourself the same time this week and next week. Yep. But we can't really complain because it's what you see. Like they jump on social media, they jump on Facebook, they turn the TV on. Everything's yep. about quick results. Yep. So that's Everybody. why I love, I love what you're doing. You're educated. You, you're absolutely killing it, Em. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. So, so, and what's the plans for, um, for the future? Oh man. Where does Em uh, want to shoot off to? Cause you've you know got so many I, bigger things. I honestly reckon you could do, I don't know how your, or what your schedule's like, but a podcast. I have, um, I would love to do that. Honestly, I don't talk a lot on social media. And every time I talk in my story, I get a ton of people that are like, I love hearing you talk and your accent is so cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one's a battle of the accents today. <laughs> oh, I bet. Um, but yeah, that's so a podcast is something that I've actually had several people like tell me you should do that. And honestly, it's not that I wouldn't want to. It's just I still am like solo in my business. I don't have an assistant. I don't I do everything. And so when I say everything, like I have, so like my monthly membership, I have like 250-ish people in there. My 30-day program has 400 people in there and I do custom macros for all of those people. And wow. so, what? I know. yeah, so it's like, 
that's what I'm saying. People don't see like the grind when I'm literally working like nonstop for those like first couple weeks of like getting people ready for the program into the program. And then the first week, like, cause there's tons of questions. So yeah, I need to hire somebody really. I need to either hire like an assistant, an assistant coach, something um, to help with just like the shit. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a lot. I know. And then if, um, once I do that, I think I would have more time to like do other things like a podcast or hell a YouTube channel. Like I've had a ton of people subscribe to my YouTube and the only thing, and I feel bad because the only reason I'm using it is I upload like workout video demos for all of my stuff in there. So there's no, like, you can't go there and like find like a full workout. It's just like the clips that I'm using for like my groups. And so <laughs> I know people that I've got all these subscribers and I'm like, sorry, this is like, I'm not, <laughs> it's not even intentional. <laughs> no, <laughs> It's so funny, but hey, because you just started with your passion project with um, nutrition, look what happened. But I, I think know. when you're chasing that thing, like say, Oh, I want to make a million dollars and you just start doing shit over here, shit over there. It's not real. So you're really going to get far. Yep. It's so true. And you know, when I first started this, it wasn't, um, I never went into this like with a monetary goal or saying like, I'm going to make millions of dollars or uh, this crazy stuff. I honestly, when I first started, um, fitness coaching and I quit my bank job, when I sat down and talked to my husband, cause he had several times, he was like, just quit. And I'm like, I can't just quit. And he's like, well, figure it out. Cause he knew that I was like miserable. And so when he sat down and um, he was like, if you can just make like $40,000 a year, like if you can make 40 or $50,000 a year, we could literally live, you know, we could live like we do now, like with my bank salary and stuff. He's like, we couldn't live like we do now, but we wouldn't go hungry and we could pay our bills and everybody would be fine. And so you know, when I first did, started doing this, it was simply because I wanted to do what I loved. I wanted to spend more time with my family. I was missing tons of shit with my son. Like I remember I was going to training on, um, they were trying to send me to training on his first day of school ever, his first day of kindergarten. And I was like, I can't do that. He's my only child. This is his only first day of kindergarten. Like I can't do that. Um, and then I was gone for his first day of school pictures, couldn't fix his hair and like do the, it just things like that, that I miss that I'm like, this is crazy. I was missing basketball games on Saturdays cause I was having to run a teller drawer if somebody called in and, um, I just wanted to do something I enjoyed to not dread getting up and going to work every day and to see my family more. And if you would have told me that I would literally make in a month what my salary was when I first started as a bank manager, I would say there's no way, no way. So it's just nuts what you can do when you're doing it like from the right place. If that, I know that sounds so cheesy, but like I truly went into this with a servant's heart, like really wanting to help people um, and just enjoying the hell out of it and wanting to spend more time with my family. And so it's from what, you know, it's branched, out into in the community that I've built around it. It's just like, I literally sat and cried last weekend because it just blows me away. It blows me away. <laughs> I love that. I love that you still got the passion regardless of the work. Yeah, it's crazy. Cause you kind of find yourself just getting stuck in and then you look up and you're like, shit, you know, like it's 6 PM and you, you've been gone, yeah. you know, three or four hours. Um, but that's what I love about it. And honestly, I've been asked so many times, what's your, what's the hardest thing running a business? 
but it's not the honestly it's not the business stuff that's stressful no. it's it's honestly the clients not being compliant like that frustrates me more than and that's how i know it's a passion project i know i'm the I'm same like, way like I used to be bad at the beginning. I was like, how can't you just do it? But I'm like, <laughs> that sounds like me. I'm like, what do you mean you can't not have a cheat meal? Or, you know, I was the same way. But I, I think after you've gone through it and then like you have so much more compassion, like, but it, it definitely is something that takes time to develop. Cause at first I'm like, what the hell? It's not that hard. And then I'm like, okay, like I get it. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and fitness is our thing. Like for me with cars, if I take my car to the mechanic and he's like, all right, mate, the radiator is broken. I'm like, all right, mate, which tire is that? You know, I've got, <laughs> I've got no idea. So fitness is our thing. Now I understand like fitness is probably their second, third priority. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, it's so funny that you say it that way because uh, it, it really is. And like trying to, that's the other thing that you learn. And, and I knew this from being like an athlete and playing with a team. And then also when I was a bank manager, like coaching my tellers and my bankers. And so it's like, you learn that everybody is coached differently and responds to like feedback differently. And so it's like you, you can talk a certain way to certain clients or explain things in a certain way. And then there's some people that, you know, like when you have to like take your foot off the gas and just like, you know, definitely it is what it is and we're just going to roll this way whereas you have other people that are like i'm ready to like go full throttle let's just you know so it, it is so different um and that's definitely something like i will say that i am so glad that my the background that i had like previously going into this has really helped um just because i feel like i'm able to like coach people in the way that they need because i've been that, that's what I've done my whole life, basically. I love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, nah, it's, it's, it's definitely the most rewarding job. It really is. We love what we do. But, um, yeah. Em, how's things in Kentucky with this COVID-19? Are you guys in lockdown at the moment or what's going on yeah. over there? Yeah, we are. Um, I think, let's see, they have opened or they are opening. Certain things have non-essential businesses opened last week and then there are some additional things that open this week like hair salons and stuff won't open till like may 25th okay um, so you've got a date now yes and so um i think barber shops hair salons and like some of those like closer touching things and like closer proximity to your face places yeah. <laughs> will open uh may 25th and so i'm like oh my god i literally that's the one thing like I do miss the gym. We don't have a date yet for the gym though. Um, okay. I know yeah, I think have already opened their gym, which I'll be honest. Like, I don't know. I feel like a gym is probably like the worst place that you could go right now. Just cause like yeah, the heavy breathing and everybody touching everything. Like, I feel like that's the number one place it's going to spread. So I was going to say, where do you think the gym's industry is going to go from here? Cause I heard that gold's gym, which is one of the biggest yeah. gym chains is closed down. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what I've that's what I've heard. I heard it from Mind Pump. I haven't. Oh man, I, I don't know how I haven't. Um, I was just listening to one of their podcasts today on my um, my walk. Yeah. But I honestly think that, and I had heard this on one of their podcasts. They were talking about how like group fitness classes um, will be much smaller. Yeah, and, they're going to take a hit, and I, I do group training too. And I know I know it's not going to be the same. Yeah. So I mean, I. 
I don't know. Like, I feel like that they're going to have to limit the number of people that they let in that um, they'll probably have to have. And like my gym did this before, right before like everything closed down, they had like every other treadmill you could use. So they had like blocked off in between. So you couldn't be like right beside somebody, but even like the equipment, they're going to have to have somebody literally that's just like, or several people that just all they do is clean. Like I can't imagine, I don't know. And I would assume you'll have to wear a face mask. Oh, it's going to be crazy. Or, or the full on body suits, but then how can you tell who's, um, who's canceled their membership? <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm going to have old members popping in in body suits. <laughs> crazy I don't know how uh, I honestly don't know I don't know what to expect it's it's so unbelievable because when this first started happening I'm like I didn't know if we were overreacting or if I wasn't like shocked enough and like if I was underreacting I didn't know really and then now the deeper we are into it I'm like it's so weird like I don't I know our normal, what's normal will be different, but it's like, I don't even know what to expect that normal to look like. Yeah. It's just, yeah, no one would have picked this. Oh my God. I just, I want, I miss, I miss the little things that we took for granted. Like I haven't, I haven't even gone to the grocery store. Like my husband, he's like, I've got life insurance. So if I die, (laughs) he's like, Yeah. So like I haven't, me and my son, like we, um, other than going on walks, like my son's not gone anywhere. I haven't gone to the grocery in several weeks. Like I probably went the first like week or two after things like kind of got crazy and like shut down, but I haven't gone anywhere in forever. Like we went, um, and got Chick-fil-A and ate in the car like a couple weekends ago. But yeah, like I have, when you say like homebody, I mean, like I am the true definition right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think that's a, I think that's a lot of people at the moment. Em. Don't worry about that. Uh, I'm just, yes, mate, I reckon Zoom would have been great to buy into a couple months ago. Oh my God. You know, there's so many things that, and I don't know, just like resistance bands. I bet the people oh. and like toilet paper, it's like they're, I, the places like that, like their stock, I bet they're like, this is the dream, you know, <laughs> they're loving, yeah, they're it. loving <laughs> it. I've got a client that actually, um, he works for a company that sells, his, that sells pads, toilet paper and all that kind of stuff that's on high demand. He reckons 300% increase. That is crazy. He goes, but it's only going to shoot up and there's going to be a period of time where everyone's got stock and it's just going to flatline for a long time. I mean, it's, I believe it. It's nuts. I mean, yeah. Well, like I said, I mean, you know, right now, like for online coaches, this is, again, I didn't know what to expect. Like I was scared to death that I honestly didn't know. I'm like, this could either be my worst month ever, my best month ever. It could be the same. You know, I don't know. And at first that very, so let's see what month we're in May. So the very end of March, um, So before my April program, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to have anybody like sign up because I'd been getting probably 250 people in there and I was scared to death that nobody would sign up because people were afraid to spend money. I I didn't know what people were thinking, you know? Yeah, you didn't know what the market was like. Yeah. And I know like for some people at that point, fitness was probably and nutrition was not even on their radar because they're like, I'm just worried about getting toilet paper and groceries and like saving money and living. Like, I don't care about 
working out or whatever. But then you have the people who, like we were saying a minute ago, like us, like fitness is one of our top priorities. So we're like, shit, I've got to order resistance bands. I got to figure out like, <laughs> I'm going to get chicken and lean beef and you know, all these things. And so again, totally different like priorities, but I, I didn't know what to expect. And then, um, I, you know, I had one of my better months, um, last month and so, or the month before. And so then this last month was my best month ever. And it literally like just blew me away. And I'm like, I didn't expect that. I had no idea. Like, I just, I don't know. You, you don't know. And I guess, I think people, um, started realizing like, we're going to be at home. We need to like, you know, it, yeah, it's scary. And there are things going on, but like, I do need to focus on my health, my nutrition. Like these things are super important, especially right now. Um, and so I think people finally realized like nothing's changing for a little while. Definitely. Yeah. And, and that's what I've said to clients. Cause a lot of like those first couple of weeks I was getting, <laughs> I was getting left, right hooks. I was getting smashed. Yeah. And uh, a lot of clients will come in kind of not knowing how long this thing was going to go. And then a few weeks later I had the same clients come back and they want to start again. Cause it's kind of like, we thought it was going to go in for two weeks. And yeah. then it kind of just kept going, kept going. I think that people realize now how long these things are going to go on for. Yep. Like, that, that was my initial thought too. I really thought like a couple of weeks. And so I think that's what people were waiting to see. Like, I'm going to wait and see like if the gym reopens in a couple of weeks and I'm like, yeah, like that's kind of what I thought. And so again, like people just waited. I mean, that's the, I think that's the scariest part because there's so much uncertainty with it. It's like, there's, it's all like to be determined. Yeah. And so I think now getting some like hard dates out there for people, it gives them like a little like glimmer of hope where they're like, okay, well I have something to look forward to now. Um, I, that's how I am. I'm like, at least I know, like, I know I'm not going to get in with my hair girl on May 25th as soon as they open because she's got a ton of people and there's people that were scheduled before me. And I understand that. And with the new regulations, I'm sure they're going to see far less people per day and all that stuff. So, but knowing that it's like on the horizon somewhere in there, like it gives me hope. Cause I'm not going to lie. Like people have asked me like, how are you motivated to work out at home or how are you motivated to do this? And I'm like, I'll be honest. There are days I'm not motivated. I get up and I'm like, Ugh, another home workout. Like it's easier when you go to the gym and like, there's just something about that routine of like going. And yeah. so I tried to keep as much stuff, the exact same in terms of like my routine, like, you know, when I wake up, what I, my morning routine is the same down to like getting dressed. Like I was going to the gym. Like I don't look like a scrub and like mismatch clothes working out at home. Like I try <laughs> to like, cause it makes you feel better, you know, when you look better. And so I tried to keep as much stuff like the same so that it is a little more motivating, but I have days where I'm just like, Oh my God, is this like, I don't even know what day it is. Like this feels like it's gone on forever. <laughs> it's so true, but you need that routine. You need that set time, even to train like my, yeah. my set time, 7am. Yeah. And I know when 7am comes, like it's non-negotiable. I've got to go and do it. Like I don't, people think I always feel like it too. I'm like, I probably feel like it 25% of the time. Yeah, exactly. That's how I am too. That's literally where the discipline kicks in and that having that routine, it's like knowing that you have to not have to do it, but like the discipline to go do it when it's your time to do it. And I think that's, um, a lot of people, 
you know, when they first start working out and they're like super motivated in the first like week or two and they're like, I'm ready to crush this. And then after two weeks, they're like, eh, I don't feel like it. But they haven't developed the routine around it to really push them to keep going. Yeah. So, yeah, it's. And, and, and that's what I love when um, what people like you and, and we just share how it really is because yeah. cause they see it online. They're like, geez, how's M training every day Dude. with a smile on her face? Yeah. <laughs> I, and you know, that's the other thing too. Like I think um, people talk themselves into believing that they can't get an effective workout at home. And so they've literally just told themselves like, there's no point in it. It's not going to be effective. It's not as good as working out at the gym. And I will tell you the first like two, three weeks of working out at home, I was so sore because just the novelty of different training and like really focusing on mind muscle connection and like doing things a little differently, like, you know, pauses and holds and elevating yeah, your attention. Yes. And so just different things like that, that I hadn't been doing as much at the gym. Cause maybe I would lift a little heavier. Um, I'm telling you the first few weeks I was so sore. I thought I was going to die. I'm like, okay, this shit's real. Like you can still get a really good quality workout at home. Like I don't care. Um, but yeah, it's, it's still, I obviously prefer the gym and it's more motivating for me to go when I know I'm going like somewhere. Um, but you can still get a great, work at home you know I mean you do it every day but yeah. Uh, yeah I think that it was easy for people at first to just like use that excuse and I hate to call it an excuse because it sounds like I'm being very like harsh um and I think a lot of people used that and then it was easy for people to like eat like shit and drink because they were like stressed out or depressed um, because there were so many people going through the same thing. They had so many people to validate that excuse for them of like, I'm stressed out. I don't know what's going on. So I'm just going to eat whatever. And their friends are like, I know I get it. You know, instead of somebody saying like, you're going to wish in like two or three weeks that you didn't do that, you know, just like, think about it rationally. Um, and, it's but, all, yeah. and it's all temporary too. Like yeah. people, don't, people don't realize, like, I love a drink too. Oh yeah. I'm not like, oh, yeah, no alcohol, but people need to realize when they're having these chocolates or when they're having this cake, it's just temporary. There's going to come a point in time, three, four weeks, where you're just going to stop and think, shit, what have I been doing the past few weeks? I know. Because I always get the clients coming back saying, you know, Matt, I fell off the wagon. I really feel shit now. But during that first week, when you see everyone else doing it, you're kind of like, oh, it's normal. I know. That's, and I think that's exactly what people did is there were so many you know, it, it just felt so normal and okay because everybody was kind of doing it. And so then I think now people are like, okay, so like, yeah, we're going to be here for a while. <laughs> this is the new normal for a little bit. Like if I keep going the way I'm going, I'm going to either like gain a shit ton of weight or I just feel bad. You know, like I think you get to a point where you realize just well, you know how you feel when you eat really terribly. And I'm all about like balance and incorporating like treats into your day. But like, I'm talking there's, like, there's still that thing there, but that you feel guilty or you feel like yeah. shit. Yes. So, I mean, it's, um, yeah. Like I know how I feel when I eat like really terribly or if I just like don't move at all. And you know, I'll have people ask me like, do you ever take a rest day? And I'm like, of course I do. Like I take an, at least an, one active rest day a week, but like my rest day doesn't mean that I like just lay on the couch and I eat everything or, or whatever. Like I still get out and go on a walk or do something to like move my body because it, 
I feel better when I do. I yeah. And I think people just assume it's like either, you know, full throttle or like nothing at all. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, you're awesome, mate. We're going to, we're going to leave it there. I know it's um, afternoon there, but, um, M thanks so much for your time. I remember when we met in San Diego, you're just too humble. It's all right to brag a bit, M. You're kicking ass. You're just too <laughs> humble. You were like, oh, yeah, you know, I do a bit of nutrition on the side. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I was talking to Jace, how you said um, we saw Jace and you walked, you walked past in the hotel. Yeah. And then um, he goes, man, she's crushing it because he had a word to you. And yeah, then I checked you. And then, and then we connected on Instagram. I'm like, Em, man, you got you to gotta give the humble brag every now and again. I know. It's so funny because it's, uh, yeah, but... I, I did talk to him one off because I was like, I don't really know like where I fit in all this. And, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I am very, um, I don't even want to say very fortunate because I've worked my ass off to get to where I'm at, but. Yeah, and, and, and trust me guys, I, I understand that I don't do that many macros, but I've got the same clients in a gym, but it's not that much work doing set macros for that many people. But Em, I can't even imagine how much work you're doing, man. Like you must be busting your ass. I am, but it is, it is worth it. And it's, uh, I'm, I'm very happy with where things are right now. So. Awesome, Em. Now, Em, where can everyone find you? Have you got another program running? Like where can people jump on to get onto your programs in? Um, I hang out most of the time on Instagram. So it's just uh, macros with Em. And um, I have a 30 day program that I run. And I know some people will like, knock on a 30 day program. And I probably was one of those in the beginning too. But honestly, I think in the 30 days, it really shows people that you can um, one track macros and be consistent with something and they get a little bit of that momentum going. So then they're ready to keep crushing it. So with this 30 day program, I'll have another one rolling out. Um, I roll it out every month. So I'll have another one that'll be starting the beginning of June. So it's pretty much the first of every month, the yeah. first week of the month. Um, so I'll have that shred with M that'll start the first week of June, first week of July and so on. So, and guys, please connect with him. I know like even myself, I was, um, cause I used to run, you know, six week programs in the past, but we set meal plans when I started and I'm like, it's something I'm so ashamed of, but you, le <laughs> you know, you learn from him, but M, you're, you're super educated. Like there's nothing wrong with that those 30 days because you kind of need that to get a to get the right clients in and the right people to comply and to kind of get their buy-in for what they're yep. doing. It so, works em, for so. love your work. Keep okay. safe in, in uh, Kentucky and hopefully I'll see you uh, on the other side of the world soon. I know. I know. I hope so. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully all goes well. Em, thanks heaps. Have a great yeah. night and um, we'll definitely connect soon. Sounds good.